This is Captivated Minds. I'm Stan. I'm Jake. And this is our movie, our May- movie mayhem May- series redo. Redo. Oh boy. Now, tell us what happened with this. Our oh god. So when I uploaded Enemy of the State, this was a while ago, folks, because uh, right we we done this episode a few weeks ago. It sounded great. It, it did sound great. Uh, we, we when I listened it. to it, I mean, it sounded great. Somehow the audio got screwed up. It corrupted. And half the episode was completely corrupt. So I was able to fix the way it sounded. But not But I was corruption. not able to recover the second half of the episode. So if you listen to it, I, I'd listen to it once you had told me. And it sounds like... We're slowed way down. Well, it sounds like we're either parents in the in the peanuts or muppets <laughs> that are a little too slow <laughs> I, I agree that the any adult any adult in the peanuts <laughs> so we decided that we were going to redo the episode let's do it i mean why not yeah now know it know it also your taste me about this so you have so what you're gonna have to do though is you're gonna have to go back through and re-sequence it where it was originally as 60 can I can I do that? I, I already know the number. Yeah, so you're gonna have to redo the number. So if I if I just type in 58, will it plug it in? It 58? should. Okay, perfect. Because I already saved. I know the number. The number yes. was it was episode 58. 58. I'm glad you wrote it down. So I did, all I, I have to do is just do 58, and it should plug it in. I should. Yeah. Okay. And it perfect. May, yeah, we'll have to look at that. But yeah, it would be episode 58. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So. The other, the other awesome thing is when we first did this. We were talking about the CIA. We were talking about the CIA. So, and I rented this movie. I rented it I digitally. It. You I, I, found, it. I found it online, but before, yeah, I found it online. And guess what? Now, everyone. It's on HBO. It's on Max. HBO Max. Which is great. It's a good movie. Right, so I did watch it again just I, because. Yeah, I didn't watch. I didn't watch it again because I'd seen it. So right, <laughs> I wrote. I wrote the episode, so I know what's going on. You know what's going on. Yeah. So we'll we'll get right we're, into we're, it. Let's go. Perfect. Another, the uh, next page? Yep. All right. So here we are, the opening scene. We hear music under the title se- sequence, slightly as a, we see a couple of the uh, title logos pass by. We open at a park in Maryland. As we see at the beginning of a, a meeting kind of taking place, the chairman has said no twice already. So we have kind of a small back and forth going on between these two guys. We don't really know what's going on, but we know something is happening. The chairman makes a good point. He does not want the government to watch and monitor his his citizens. Their back and forth is to the point as they bring their own points to the scene. The congressman clearly has just made an enemy. Within a matter of moments, the congressman is killed and set up by the government. His car is even tossed into the river as the dog just waits and barks. We see the main title sequence. The opening spy, uh, watching, uh, watching the world like the spy footage camera watching the world is kind of neat and it shows what the CIA can do, like eyes in the sky that are always watching us, sort of thing. It's kind of a neat little montage of cuts of cameras and things like that, all being able to monitor us as citizens too. Gives you like a creepy feeling. It does give you a very because creepy it's... feeling, like we're always being watched. And this right. was in 1998, so if you if you made something like this now, it'd be even creepier because there's cameras and all the laptops well, so... and there's cameras on your. 
So rewatching this re reminded me of uh, Eagle Eye, that was made yes. uh, uh, long uh, long after this. But yes, long Eagle, after this, but it, it has Eagle that, Eye was a good has that movie same too. concept. The more and more that we get cameras and satellites in the sky, the more anyone could find you, watch you, or monitor you. I mean, or, I mean, get into your credit card accounts, your bank accounts, your credit statements your student loan whatever it is they could probably mess with you pretty hard i mean as long as it's a nice way if you want to pay off any of my past due stuff um or someone's my wink my, wink uh student my, loans my over student here. loans here yeah <laughs> I, I have enough student loan debt to last all all life all life uh, so here's our disclaimer we uh take from imdb because it's a great source and we're able to find a lot of great information for uh, on movies about uh and IMDb. If, if IMDb would love to sponsor us, please hey, I'd love contact us. I'm also on there. <laughs> yeah, Jake's on there. Yep. So here's some fun facts. Gene Hackman actually turned down this movie several times. Now, could you imagine this movie without Gene Hackman? Yeah, I, you know. Who do you, who do you think he would replace him, in your opinion? An older actor, mid-50s to 60s, who do you think would kind of fill in the, the Will Smith mentor role in this movie? Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery. Well, Con okay. The only problem with Sean, Sean, Sean Connery, Connery he is he could have done it. You're right. That's he could have done it, but I don't think he can get rid of his accent. He'd be Scottish, right? So that might not work. Might not work. Uh, Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman could have been good. De Niro. De Niro would be Pacino. Not. Oh yeah. See, so a lot of these guys because you have John Voight in it too. So you're trying to find some guys that can kind of act, kind of act these guys that right. Either uh, Peter Fonda. Peter Fonda would be nice. Because um, he's anti-system. Robert Redford? Ooh, yep. Robert Redford would have been a good one. Uh, Toby Ho uh, Hopper? Yeah, Tom. Uh, Toby yeah. Hooper? Yeah. Well, but, so, it was just mean, in, the, but the Gene Hackman But I mean, Gene Hackman. It was Hackman's a good role for him. Yeah. really good. Director uh, Tony Scott accident, uh, would convince Gene Hackman to join it. So uh, Will Smith later signed on. Uh, after he did Independence Day. So that's kind of So this is after yep. Independence Day. Yep. Okay. So Will Smith uh, improvised Dean's lines about buying lingerie for himself to try cross-dressing on the weekends. So that's a neat little scene. <laughs> I like that scene. That was one I, I of those scenes that kind of stood out because he's being serious yet funny. But the fact that he improvised it is pretty good. It's... It's a common, like, Will Smith thing anyways because you have... I didn't know he improvised a lot, actually. No, not the improvised... Improvisions, yeah. Um, him being like this, wanting to add a little bit of humor to spice it up, just seriousness. A little bit. Yeah, it because this was to, an overall serious movie, so to have some moments of humor was good. Yeah, so I mean, to kind of spice it up a bit, to make sure it's not too dry and narrow, and I mean, it's kind of nice to have a little bit of comical Pizzazz. stuff to it. The younger picture of Gene Hackman, shown in a white shirt and tie, supposedly from his NSA file, was taken from the movie The Conversation. Now, have you ever seen The Conversation? I have, yes. It's really good. And that's kind of neat that they... I actually kind of studied that movie in... Um, uh, when I went to go get my graduate degree, They had we had to study it in the audio class for the opening kind of scene with all those little audio things all going yep. on at once. Yep. So, his character... Edward Brill Lyle closely resembles his conversation character Harry Call in the conversation. Harry Call, like 
Brill is a paranoid surveillance expert who has his workplace in an industrial warehouse. So we can see the similarities before uh, with these two movies. Also, Brill wears the tra- same translucent raincoat wore by Harry Call in the previous movie. So it is nice, a nice callback to these kinds of movies. Um, at the end of the conversation, Call demons, uh, demolishes his, apart- his apartment when he thinks people who have been observing him might be coming for him. And it has been suggested that by more than one critic that Brill could have actually been an older Harry Cole living under a different name because he lives at the end of the conversation. I mean, that it is nice touch. It's a nice touch, and it it would be kind of neat to have those movies yeah. tied together somehow. So Sean Con- hey, speaking of Sean Connery, he was actually considered for Brill. Eh. Hey. Um, curiously, the next year The Matrix premiered, Will Smith was offered but turned it down. Yeah, because you And Conner- not- Sean Connery would have been Morpheus. See, I don't. I don't know if I, I like that. I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. I, I like that. that. No, that's weird. That that'd be that'd be really weird. That would be really weird. Uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith was married in Bob's Bar during the movie shoot. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they've been married that long. They've been married for a long time. Long time. Yep. Yep. Uh, another connection to the conversation: the surveillance scene that takes place in Mount Vernon Square is very similar to the opening scene in the conversation. So yeah. So there's, yep. there's a lot of fun facts and. A lot of bit of information about the conversation in Enemy of the State. So here we have the cast. We have Will Smith, uh, Gene Hackman, John Voight, Lisa Bonet, Regina King, and Stuart Wilson. Keep going because there's a big cast. Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch. So you've got Scott Kahn, Jake Busey, Ian Hart, Barry Pepper, Jason Lee. You've got uh, Seth Green. You've got... Um, uh, Jack Black. Oh yeah, Jack Black. So there's a lot yeah. of like secondary characters that really kind of stand out too in this movie. Right. Yeah. So, out of out of the secondary characters, which ones did you find like the the best? Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ha- I mean, it's not like he was in his prime. No. So it's kind of no. neat. I love I love seeing movies. With like now a listers, yeah, who that, did B list movies, right? That are just they, yes. they were a waiter or something yeah, that's in the right. background, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's kind of it's like watching or even not Fat Tom Sizemore, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. when you know he was at the end of his peak. And that, or you see, uh, like a like the old what Pepsi Coke commercial with Steve Carell. You know oh yeah, I mean? yeah. You know back when he did commercials, commercials. only. So here's the budget, uh, ninety million. That's a lot of money. It's quite a bit. It's quite a bit of money. Opening weekend twenty. And that sucks. <laughs> yeah, it did not do well. No. Gross though one ten. So it made up its total budget one eleven. Sorry, and then it made a little bit extra. Cumulative worldwide, two fifty. So it made it up after a little bit of time, and then it made it up later on worldwide. So we've we've kind of I think discussed this before, but what what do movie companies look at? Do they look at opening weekend? Do they look at gross, or do they look at worldwide when they're thinking about I think making they, a sequel? I think they look at opening. So if like the opening weekend is shot, that's right. They're not going to do a sequel. So let's so say it made ninety, say it made a hundred whatever eleven billion opening weekend. It would be a bona fide. It wouldn't. It would have made just enough to make a hit. 
So if it was made for three million, just for example, like Get Out, for I'm just putting an example. Yeah. Get Out was made to three for five million, made two hundred million. Oh yeah. Made Buku bucks. That would obviously get some sort of sequel or not, whatever. But this ninety million dollar budget, you'd have to get all the ca- actors back again, and you'd have to kind of reproduce the same sort of everything. Right. So that's gonna, where it's going to be expensive. But twenty million is not a good. Pretty much, if you if you dominate opening, opening weekend, weekend at like it, you a might year be, down the road, this is in ninety eight. So in ninety eight, if you dominate opening weekend, you may have had a sequel. Yeah. Either either the company itself would come up to you and say, "Hey, you need to do a sequel," or if you wanted to do a sequel because vhs and dvd sales were just starting up d on the rise too so more right. people were kind of getting those too so that's where probably the worldwide probably was boosted too right so here where was it filmed uh, district of columbia u.s a baltimore maryland and los angeles so just three locations that's not too too bad so the year it came out uh 1998 so we have Rounders, Half Baked, and The Truman Show. <laughs> so this is uh, Rounders is a good little movie. Rounders is a good little movie, but I mean, Half Baked and the Half Truman, Baked was it, hilarious. And the Truman Show. Truman Show was so good. I mean, to this day, I still watch. watch the Truman I watched Show. the Truman Show and Half Baked. Those are both and Enemy of the State. Fair amount. When was the first time you saw this one? Uh, it was years later. I mean, yeah. God, had to have been early two thousands. Uh, I would say. Yeah, I don't remember. Really, I think it was in high school. Yeah, I don't really remember. Two thousand five, he- six. Hearing about it, I remember being it on. Like, I remember seeing it once on uh, like Encore when I, they did those I think three it, month things. Right, I think it was on TV when I saw yeah. it. Yeah, when I first but, saw. I, but it. I remember it being a big hit at the time. Mm-hmm. Like it was kind of an oh eh. I remember other movies like uh, Independence Day and. Uh, Men in Black were more of a Will Smith hit. So when you look at those movies, people kind of went backwards and been like, hey, this was really good too. Right. So we have, here are awesome scenes uh, from the movie. Robert, uh, here's number 14. Robert Dean is a lawyer. It showcases he knows his job and that he's on top of his job. The second time we see him, we're seeing him sitting at a table with a woman and they have a casual conversation. Robert uses this woman as a resource, and he gathers information from. Uh, scene 13, the Pintero Club. Robert brings the heat down on the mafia with the videotape he uses. The mafia brings the heat back onto Robert as it becomes their scene. Their back and forth is really good, and it, set up, it sets up a form of tension that we'll see later on in the film. In a week, Robert Dean will be killed by the mafia, so that's another set up scene number 12 they find the congressman's body in the car bob the with the dog uh, the, with the police there's a video on the waterfront the nsa are called in with the, the plate uh, basically they they see a guy across the street pulling a videotape of bird watching and they get the guy's uh, license plate of his car and they start tracking him down the camera was aimed at the boat at the time of the kill have you ever noticed that when they when they make a government agency uh, I don't want to really say look bad but look suspicious mm-hmm. I would say NSA is always in 
I, I, I would have thought it would have been the CIA, to be honest, because we did a CIA that's, series that's and what they, I'm saying. they did some shady shit too. When you watch, even watch movies with like CIA in it, there's always NSA in the same movie and NSA is always the bad one. Maybe it's because they don't want the CIA to have a bad public image. <laughs> well, that, that makes sense. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those like, oh, we need to protect, we need to protect that, but who cares about the NSA? <laughs> Make them we, look we, bad. We should go around and make a list of all the bad movies that have the NSA as bad guys in it. Right. Because, I mean, even TV shows that I've seen with government officials and stuff, NSA or NID yeah. or something like that, it always begins with an N. National. It's always like the bad offshoot of the government. Yeah, it makes sense. Scene 11, uh, the scene in the lingerie store, it's a funny moment. It leads to the government watching Robert and getting to his place before he can copy the tape. Uh, not Robert, uh, the other guy that takes a tape of the uh, the bird. He makes a run for it at the same time. The NSA brings the heat down and starts to track him via satellite, which is a nice scene because we can see aerial shots from, from above and then kind of uh, street view cameras as they're following this guy as he's running from the agents. The scene collides with uh, the Jason Lee character and the Will Smith character colliding in the laundry, uh, the lingerie store, and Jason Lee does the handoff without Will Smith character knowing, and then it goes on to Jason Lee being instantly killed. Uh, scene number ten: Robert Dean comes home from the house. The father and son chemistry is good. The kid's a good little actor and has some sort of. Uh, scene with both the parents and we're kind of introduced to his family life we're introduced to the wife and we see the uh, congressman albert on tv talking to the u.s about privacy you know there's an uh, there's an underlying subtext throughout the uh, movie that we'll see later on robert tells his wife uh, his friend just died near him every time again every time a government agency talks about privacy and stuff it's mostly because that government agency is, wants to use it is you is like going through your privacy that's right <laughs> yeah they're eliminating the privacy right scene number nine the nsa finds dean's card on the dead body and finds out what Dean knows or doesn't know the government brings the heat on to dean now before he even knows what's really going on it does have a comical moment with him and his wife the nsa tracks down uh is is basically all his personal life and years they even talked to Robert Dean about his friend's death. Scene number eight, the feds set up his house and they wreck his house. They spray paint the dog, the house. They take his blender. They really just give him the business and go through all of this shit. Dean calls the police, but it doesn't really help. I mean, at that point. Nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. No you're, cameras, no nothing. No, you're screwed. This, yeah. Scene number seven, the NSA heat is finally coming back onto Robert Dean. His partners tell him that he's working for the mafia. The partners bring his life to a full stop. Robert Dean twists the tables on his partners. He loses his job. He loses everything. He doesn't even know why. Regina King has a hell of a performance in this scene where she's kind of bouncing off him a little bit. His life is turned upside down, and he has no choice at this point in the film to face the, the problem. I loved her in this movie. I loved her, too. I thought she did I like Lisa Bonet did a good job too. Yes, I thought they both did they a good both job. Did a hell of a job. I wish there was more Lisa Bonet. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, speaking of Regina King, do you see Watchmen yet? 
I've you I, have to watch. I've watched the uh, the first episode. I watched it when it came out. Yeah, you just, so you I haven't. I can't tell you anything. You just have to watch. Yeah, I. It's so its own thing. I started watching it. I loved it so far. Yeah. I mean, even the first, just the first episode. Like I, I love. So I'm gonna finish watching. Yeah, it's if you like Regina King, I don't want to say anything and just get right into it. Perfect. Scene number six: Robert and uh, Rachel have multiple actions going on at this scene. We have Will Smith trying to figure out his situation as well as Rachel doing the same thing and these government agents tracking his every movement. They are even recording every sound and word he makes. Rachel tells him basically that he loves her. He, she loves him. Uh, but Robert loves his wife and he, you know, he's a family man. Scene number five, Brill is dead, and this guy uses a bug sweeper. This guy tells Robert Dean that he had bugs on him. The taxi driver keeps a little bit of information from him. The the tension just rises immediately. We don't know what's going on or why the taxi is being chased. And we have this moment where um, Gene Hackman and Will Smith kind of lock eyes just for a brief second, and then Robert kind of knows what's going on. He gets a signal and gets a gun pointed in him, at him basically in the elevator by this guy who he thinks is Brill. Uh, the guy, Brill, hides all the bugs he has on him. Brill helps him. So it's a good helpful moment. Excuse me. Uh, scene number four. Dean is on the run through the hotel. And there are some moments of comedy as he talks to an older couple. He finds himself in a closet with no way out, so he improvises and has the fire alarm go off while he's in a room full of chemicals. This is going on, uh, you know, and the public is trying to figure out while they're sending in fire hydrants and fire department. He escapes through the front door on an ambulance. We notice he gets up, he grabs a gun, and then runs through the tunnel with a gun, only having on the, uh, what, the robe? Yeah, the... uh, The bathrobe. Bathrobe, whatever, the medical garment, whatever it is. So he's, now he's running into traffic with just the bathrobe and the gun. So scene number three, Bar, uh, Robert somehow makes it home. And he comes clean to his wife. He's telling the truth. His wife is right about the security bill. He admits he is wrong. Robert Dean tells his wife that he loves her by wanting her to stay safe. So that's a nice moment between those two as well. She opens his lingerie, which is a nice thing too. <laughs> Uh, Dean gets smart and finally figures out what's going on. Dean and his son have a moment in the car, and he explains that what happens, er, him and his friend, they won't get in trouble, basically. Dean calls the police on the white van that's near his house. He goes to Rachel for help, but these agents, the government agents, killed her and blame Robert Dean, basically, by leaving his clothes at the scene of the crime. He takes his clothes, and then he goes to Brill for help. Scene number one, this, the tension of the film has slowly uh, been building up building up after Rachel's death. Brill tells Robert that he should go. Uh, he should not have made any calls, but he did. The agents have now have them surrounding and are surrounded and are now watching their every move. The agents have been surrounding them for a while. Uh, Dean and Brill are on the move from the jar, which is basically uh, Brill's secure facility, which was pretty awesome. As the agents are right up through the jar, it's the focal point of everything. Even the car crashes as they're escaping. Their car catches a blaze, and you know we can really see the tension is going higher and higher. 
the disc is gone because of the flames, and so now they've lost everything, and they have to go back and get information from the bad guys. So out of all the scenes, which ones did you like the most? Um, my favorite is the lingerie scene. The lingerie I, scene. I mean, just so what, no, which lingerie scene are we talking? The, are we talking about Regina the, uh, King wearing lingerie, or are we talking about Will Smith and Jason okay, Lee? Okay, I mean in, 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 Regina wearing lingerie is always so. Good. That's your favorite scene, is what you're saying? It's not my favorite scene. It's a, <laughs> no, it's when he's in the, the lingerie, lingerie store. store. Yeah, so you're like sure, buying yeah. buying lingerie, lingerie, making jokes, stuff. That's because he has that comedic element. He has that comedic, but he also has that that true man persona like oh my and, wife is kind of this size but right. i don't really know so uh, uh, he's, kinda, he's, he's acting tr- like he's a, walking on eggshells a little bit he's he's acting like what will smith would probably do if he was buying lingerie, lingerie for, for his wife for jada smith that's right, right. that makes sense that's what it yeah. seems like so yeah. i think that it's it's so accurate it's so funny it's, it's kind of like organic too it, it's very organic so i that's that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah. So. So the Regina King lingerie scene. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I like to when they're in the jar, that scene where they're in the yeah. jar and they're in closed environment and he's blocking out all the electrical signals and things like that. And he has have his whole computer set up and even the last scene too where they're trying to escape the jar too because the whole movie is coming to this final tension building moment and they've lost the one thing that they needed against the right. government. So now they have to go back and think of a plan just using basically stuff from Radio Shack. I know. Which is kind but of neat. It's just, it's so funny when it's, you're like rooting for them. Like, oh my, they're almost there. They're almost there. And then and all of a sudden it's they like, get pulled back they get again. pulled back again. Yeah. It's like, oh no. So here's some questions we had while uh, watching it. So uh, before we even know anything, as the movie goes along, who's the woman Robert Dean is talking with her? It, from my first impression of seeing this while doing this rewatch, uh, kind of of this film, I thought it was his wife. So did I, because you, you're not really sure what's going right, on, you, but the chemistry is good, and you kind of think it's his wife at first. Yeah. Which lays it down that they had some sort of affair later on, but we don't know in the beginning. At the, if it, at the beginning, that's that's who I, I thought it was. His wife. I thought it was his wife. I thought that's what the whole the thing deal was. was. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's definitely playing with fire with the mafia. Oh yeah. Do you think he's cutting it loose, and you know, or is he cutting it too close to home? It's too close to home. Yeah. I mean, so why don't the FBI ever follow through with Robert when they see him going talking to the mafia? I mean, they, they don't good, follow. They, they don't, don't follow, follow through. through. Right. That's a good they question. They see him go in. They see him come out. They get the license plate. They see you know this guy lawyer. They find out he's a lawyer or whatever. But they never follow through with them. They figure out what's going on. It's kind of like that's it until the end. Just write it off. Yeah. yeah. Um, why wouldn't the NSA know about everything going on? That you would think they would. Yeah. I mean, the, it's the NSA. That's they right. Should know everything. A training up. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. Uh, how good is the camera? So we're talking about the lingerie scene. In that in that scene, the camera. How good so, is that camera to get the full three sixty view? And to determine the weight of the package when you only have what, what was it only three to five cameras in the room and they're trying to and determine. And the thing is, and nineteen ninety eight too. Ninety eight in a lingerie store. You can really we, go so far. We work. Yeah. At a home improvement store. No names. No names. I've seen the cameras. Yeah. And they're not as good 
as this 98 camera camera from a lingerie store. <laughs> that can How is that do a possible? That and is... we just got new cameras put in. Yeah, so they're probably 4K cameras now, but this was what, 98? So how can it do it? That was the big question I had. Yeah. Um, how can they... So how can they track down the Jason Lee character so quickly? That was one of the things. That was the other thing. It was like almost they, too quick. They, was, they caught him. They were at his door even before he loaded the damn footage. Oh, yeah. Which. They were it, just there. It, it was just way too quick. Um, okay. Here's one for you. Why is he blending when his wife is trying to be serious? You're married and your, your wife's being serious. Do you, do you go for the blender? Uh No. No, maybe, no. Maybe, I mean, maybe. if it's if it's a if it's serious, yeah, you don't you don't make some smoothies. No. You're, you're no. not you're not smoothies. Because all end up in the blender. Okay, well, a body part will end up in the blender. Fine. It's already in jars, <laughs> right? It's, yeah, it's sitting on top of the fridge. <laughs> um, yeah, let's let's keep going. Uh, these guys they crossed the line when they invade his house, and they know it. Oh yeah. Um, if his friend makes a good point. That it could be the mob. Robert Dean is asking his wife to trust him, but she won't. That was another kind of question thing we had. How can be okay? Here's one. How can your car, credit cards be declined if you haven't been notified? Well, so typically, so, if you have a credit card, they typically call you or inform you or send you a letter. And this time, they at this time they probably would have sent you a letter or called your home directly, so your wife would have known about it. Why wouldn't anyone in the family be notified that your credit cards have been declined or exactly. maxed out? They're, so that's the only that's the only point. I'm not saying it wouldn't happen, but it's the, that's the only small detail that I saw that was like, what? Because if it, what I'm taking from it is it's a card that he uses all the time. Yeah. So if you use it all the time, you would still you, get notified. You you know the limit. You that's know, right. You know everything about this card. That's right. So you're 100 percent correct. You wouldn't use it if you knew it was declined. That's right. So, how would why wouldn't you be notified of its declined? Right. Um, so, three camera guys and two two sound guys for to uh, monitor one guy. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. I mean, yeah. That's a lot of money being spent. Military money. Right. Um, why doesn't uh, Why doesn't Rachel not let uh, Robert meet Bro early on? What do you think the motivation is for that? She's trying to hide his resource. I, I think that's what she's saying, but what, maybe there's more to it. Yeah, there's maybe she doesn't want to open up that part of her life to him because they can't be together. Yeah, it's like a hiding something type of deal. Yeah. Um, how can they track every moment of this guy without tracers? He's a great escape artist for someone who dip- doesn't typically know he's on the run. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's another right, weird a one. A little here. weird. You don't, you don't know that you're running from anything, but yet you're running from yeah. things. <laughs> so this movie actually takes place around Christmas time, which we talked about Christmas movies. How many gifts are you really opening like two days before Christmas? Like the wife has the lingerie, the kid has the toy, while your dad is like, your parents are almost on the near divorce. Like what the hell is going on with so, this family? It's like it has too many things going on in the family aspect of it. Like, oh, 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 you oh, just, no, uh, my, just broke the mic microphone. Fell. Now, here's the thing. The second like, time something's happened to Enemy of the State episodes. <laughs> so Christmas Eve, we usually open like one gift. So this but is like two I, days I mean, before. This is like two, two to three days before. Right. So two according to, three days, to the movie. Right. So a couple days before. No, no one's opening anything no. or getting anything. No. Or, no. So I, you're right. It just seems like 
It's almost like they're just trying to throw it in just to throw it in. So right. here, It's Christmas time. That's right. So here's the last one. Satellites can only look directly down. Okay? So how the hell can those cameras do a 360 view in the lingerie store then? That's another one. I, you know, and how come uh, the helicopters have, like, you know, better monitoring skills than any of some of the other camera satellite cameras? Uh, movie magic. I guess so. <laughs> But no, I agree. Yeah, it's those are the camera things. I think they're just trying to do, trying to push the limits. Trying of what to do the so much, do. Yeah, right? I get it. They're, if you if you take the government and you make it look like they are so technologically advanced, yeah. more than average society, it makes them look scarier. That makes sense. So like, oh, they have these cameras that are like. 10 years ahead ahead of what we have. So it, it makes it more scary that... The government's always watching. Right. So if it's on basic cable, are you watching it? With uh, commercials? Or Basic cable, yes. Yep. I'll watch it with basic cable, yep. too. If it's on, like, any, if it's, like, halfway in and it's at a good part, oh, yeah, I'll finish the rest oh, of yeah, it. Oh, yeah, I'll finish the rest of it. Yeah. Yeah, of course. 100%. If it's... Um, I don't know if you... Yeah, yeah. We have streaming. Yeah, yeah we, streaming with ads. No. I don't think I'd watch it streaming with ads. No. It, no. So, okay, so what if it's streaming with ads, but the ads are ending, and it's, like, at a good part? Like, there's no more ads from then on? No, or? no, no. There's more ads, but the ads have just ended at a good part. So, you, you go to click, the ad's over, and now it's at a good part. Do you keep watching it Ooh, until, until the end? that's a good question. Yeah. Maybe that'll change the question to that. Right. That's a good question. I think I might. Like, like if he's on the run and he's in the tunnel, and the so ads, that's, ads, that's so that's my other favorite scene is him. Run. So yes, I would say I would probably finish it yeah, from there. From yeah. there, so you're gonna you would kind of watch it with ads. If, I would kind if, of if, right. if it's at the right point. Yeah. yeah, I think I think what streaming services need to do is they need to I don't know figure out what their ad algorithm is because uh, yeah algorithm because what they do is they put like these. Stupid ads on that don't even go with what you're watching, watching or doesn't or, even go with like the, the company, cut. or it doesn't go with the. Okay, what was your uh, favorite part of the movie? It it's definitely the the intense part of him running through the tunnel. Yeah, just just the look of how scared, intense, everything he is, just all that full momentum. on running. Yeah. I like the action sequences because you you got the tunnel scene obviously, but then you got the car chase towards the end. You've got him running through the hotel. I thought that was a good action yeah. sequence too. The action sequences and the kind of you know intensity that they bring really brought this movie up. Uh, that's just my opinion. Yeah. For so my question is out of out of all the spy movies there there is yeah, how would you? Add this, let's say between one and ten. Ooh. How does this rate to you as a spy? I would movie? say like a good seven or eight. This is that's, really, that's it's really I'm, good. I'm it's at. it's yep. it's not like James Bond like number ten. Yep. But it's it's up there because it's not really like a spy movie, but it is in a sense. Yes. Like it's a spy mo- spy movie looking in at spies and the government and things like that. Whereas James Bond is the the spy. So yeah, that's a great yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I figured I'd ask that because it's yeah. one of those. Uh, yeah, seven or eight on that spy. I, top I agree, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, 
See, I, I had 10 as like a James Bond. Bond. Yeah, because yeah. you think of Sean James Connery, Bond. James Bond, and then you go down from there. Yeah, so like a one to me, and I'm not saying this is a bad movie, I'm putting like Austin Powers as a one. Oh, I thought you were going to say like Get Smart with Steve Carell. Okay, oh no, I should have. But, 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 so but I'm going comedy, with comedy. I'm going comedy, with yeah, comedy. That's right. A yeah, comedy yeah, spy yeah, movie yeah. as a one. Yeah. And then like. Like James Bond as a ten, and then in between, so between is the some fillers. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Seven or eight. <clears throat> uh, what was something you didn't like? Ah, uh, something I didn't like in this movie. See, I say not enough Gene Hackman. I think he could just been used just a lit, just maybe two or three more minutes, maybe even a full scene more. Maybe we see him with uh, Lisa Bonet's dad early on, and they're kind of working for the government, that sort of thing. Or maybe, excuse me, maybe him working for the government. I would just say one more scene, and then another scene with um, Regina King and Will Smith. I think just seeing their so, chemistry. So mine would be would more Regina a, King because I, yeah. I love her as an actor. She she is a great actress. She's yeah. great actress. Yeah. she's a phenomenal in this movie too. Um, and she does kills a, it. She does a great job in this, and there's just not a lot of her. Well, I wish there was just a little bit. Her moments are gems, which yeah, are good. Yeah, yeah. But I would say adding more would have been nicer too. Maybe cutting some of the other stuff in the beginning, still showing the satellite footage, but maybe cut it down just a little bit there, and then maybe add more of the story in the middle. If that makes sense. Or even with like Gene Hackman, maybe add uh, stuff he did, like stuff leading up to this. Yep. You know, add add more because uh, I, I also agree with you. Add more Gene Hackman. Add more, like what, backstory or backstory. See what he was doing up until this point. That's right. Type of thing. Yeah. I mean, that would have made sense. Either or. Right. Um, if you could change one thing, what would you want to change? Oh. I I uh, I don't know. I don't know about it. It's hard. It's hard to say. Because it's not a it's not a terrible movie. No, the it's not. The acting is great. Yeah. The action is great. Yeah. Um, there are some slowiness to it. There, I, there's I, some stuff in it that just doesn't make sense. That's right. That they should make more. If they made it more accurate to the time, would have made more sense. It would have made yeah. more sense. So I think if they were to, if they're gonna do a movie about the government tracking people down, at least make it more realistic. So yeah. like the camera work. We talked about that, yeah. Like we talked about. The cameras need to be of 98. They not, seem like they're of 2020 a little they bit. They look like they took their... F- I mean, Movie I mean, this cameras. Is, this is yeah. what they did yeah. anyways, yeah. but... Yeah. It shouldn't Specialty seem... Movie cameras. Right. Yeah. It shouldn't seem like there's movie cameras in a... Modern store. Yeah. I would have loved it if they actually used regular security cameras. Footage. Footage. That would have been a good idea, Because it would have made it more realistic. But I understand they're trying to clear things up. And, and use it part of the story, too. But, so you can see it from both kind of ends. Right. But I, I'd like the realism. Yeah. So to make it more accurate for the time would be great. Yeah. That's, so if they, made it, if they made this nowadays, it would make sense to have a clear camera. Or monitor via phone or right, whatever. Or, yeah. I mean, you could hack in anyone's phone and bring up their camera. That's or right. Their yeah. eye watches or whatever. So here's one of our uh, newer segments we kind of like: great oh shit moments. Our uh, uh, our uh, the NSA is on the bird watcher, uh, Jason Lee. That's a good oh shit moment. Um, Will Smith asks 
if he likes women's lingerie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's another good oh shit moment. Uh, the guy on the bike is just creamed. And yeah. That's an oh shit moment. Oh, my God. Even when you watch it again for this episode. Uh, the feds go through his house without a warrant, and the agents replace all of his objects with tracers, and they take his blender. Both of those right. are no shit right. moments. Um, the not, ops not stand the out for haircuts. Yeah. That's kind of funny. So some of these oh shit moments are really just they're, funny they're moments just that funny. kind of alleviate the film right. a little bit because it gets pretty heavy. Um, the meet and greet at seat 32, another oh shit yep. moment. Uh, he, founds, he finds all the bugs on him. Uh, the government's going to raise the stakes for Dean even more. Uh, Gein, Dean is catching on to what's happening. So when he's kind of catching on, that's when he, he personally has an, oh, shit, I need to kind of rethink everything. The NSA set him up. Yeah, that's yep. all we have for kind of, that's oh, all. shit moments. So does it work as a whole for you? It does work as a whole. Yeah, yeah, me too. I think it works really well. I think it's cast really well. I think the action sequences are good. I think it was just an overall good Will Smith, Gene Hackman kind of movie. Yeah, it, it was it was great. I mean, the, their their chemistry together is really well, really good. So, um, I mean, if they made it nowadays, Will Smith would be the older guy. I I would respect it if they did that. I would if I would hope they that they would do made that. Made him the older guy and the it kind was, of chiseled, yeah. kind of you know maybe even put a fat suit on him or something. Kind of aged him up a little bit. Aged him, him up, up a, make little. Him a little. I'm more... not saying he's a bad shape at all, but just kind of make him look like he's seen some shit. Right, like yeah, Thor yeah. in Avengers Endgame. Like my favorite Thor. Yeah, <laughs> that, that he's seen some shit. He's seen some shit. So that's right. He's, he's kind of over it. That's right. Okay, so here we are. We're at the ending. Brill and Dean fight it out as they have no choice to work with one another to stop the NSA. Two people against the government does not seem like good odds, but they're going to try their best. Brill is cranky, cranky when he doesn't eat. We get Brill's life story, and it does not feel like too much exposition. It feels like just enough, but not you know not enough to really kind of bore us. Robert Dean wants his life back. They use guerrilla warfare to use the same technology that the NSA used against the NSA, which is a really smart move. They go after the congressman from the opening scene, Congressman Albert, I believe. They bug the congressman's hotel, and they put the recording devices in there, too. So basically, they're using the their, the government's shit against the government, which is fucking awesome. The two go all at it. They even go to Radio Shack, and they even kind of like have this couple of a moment where they really go for it. Uh, Brill and Dean go through the plan of taking down the NSA and getting a confession out of these guys. Brill was shot and Rachel was killed because they because the government could. These various elements all add up to the last few moments of the movie. For a brief moment, we don't know what's going on. The NSA is going in with Dean for the tape, but they're all going into the mafia location. The mafia and the NSA and Dean are all caught in the middle of this giant location where it's a, uh, the shit's about to hit the fan. And in a blaze of glory, all the mafia and the NSA agents are all they have basically a shootout. 13 bodies in a single shootout is a lot of NSA agents and mafia personnel. The security bill is also killed. Gene gets his life back, and he flips through the TV channels and sees a boat and a cat. And then we see Brill's pale-ass legs just standing on the beach. <laughs> and then um, he sees himself on TV. He waves for a moment, and then that's basically it. 
Uh, remakes, reboots. What do you think? Um, yes, no. You don't have to. TV show, miniseries. Miniseries would be great. Mini, just six episodes. Yeah, six episodes. I, I. That's what. Wh- th- which streaming service would you think it would be on best? Ooh, good, nice. I HBO. Like oh, I gotta write that down. HBO Max. Really? You say HBO Max? Yep. I say it could do because I think HBO Max has the ability to really get some good directors and actors together. Hey, well, I mean, it's Warner Brothers. I mean, Netflix does a pretty good job. Netflix does a good job. They do but have some good stuff. I and, think uh, H- Amazon has good stuff right. too. I think HBO would have that pull to. Because HBO could go up to, let's say, Will Smith, like we discussed before, and say, "Hey, we want you to come back and do come it, back and, and do, do it, it, but we want you as Gene Hackman." They could do that. You yeah, know what I, I, mean? I could see that on HBO Max, or I could see it also on um, Apple TV. Apple TV. Apple TV. Yes, they yep. could do another because Apple TV doesn't have a lot. I'm not trying to badmouth Apple TV, but they don't have as much content well, I'm, as. I'm also not trying to shit on Netflix. But... No, no, I'm not trying to shit on Netflix <laughs> either. But I'm just saying Apple, those... Apple TV is the yeah. smaller out of all the streaming services at the moment. Yeah, because I mean, if they if they were to do something like this, it would I would say it would pull some people to them. That's right. Yeah, because uh, so... I mean, I've come close to getting Apple TV just because of that Jason Momoa movie uh, tv series that's on there like the whole world's blind oh type yeah of thing. that's a good one it looks um, fantastic or uh ted laszlo i heard that's ted really laszlo, good Lo- that's right. really good on apple tv so, but there's not a lot there's not as much as netflix or the hev- the bigger ones that we've right. done but yes i can see that being on hbo yeah uh sequel again if you if, if you, you do, do it, it right you just have to do it right yeah so so okay do you think a sequel is possible without any of the original characters you take out everyone. You would you have slap a new name on so it to and m- do something, whatever. To me, you would have to Still ref- you would have to reference them in some way, really, in order for it to be a sequel. Yep. If you're gonna remake it, and then it's its own thing, then it's its own thing. That's a full reboot, right? But if it's but a if sequel, it's a sequel that do- could- that doesn't have any of the original characters. If it's a sequel, it doesn't have any <coughs> of the original characters. I would say you would have to at least reference them somehow that way you know it is a sequel makes sense type of thing so i mean do you could you i don't know if you could i mean you could do a sequel with this but it would be difficult without the original characters right it would just be i don't know it would just kind of be weird so that's it on our uh, enemy of the state redone episode redone re redo do we do redo everything (laughs) <laughs> so, so yeah uh please email us at captivatedminds2 at gmail.com uh our instagram is at minds captivated and our facebook group is captivated minds and if you listen to us on apple podcasts please like and subscribe us tell us how we're doing leave us a five-star review or leave us any review we'd love to hear from you right so thank you all for listening thank you